We've got 10 nights until the next full moon. Well, he was what I would call a Sasquatch. Two pilots that showed unidentified flying objects. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. I don't believe 99% of the things that people claim they've seen. I think this is in that 1%. A lot of people make fun of me, but I don't care. I know it's there. G'day and welcome back to the Mellow Tiger. My name's Bree, and joining me as always is Jordan Ernst. How you going? Good, guys. How you going out there? Um, excited to be back again in studio. And who else do we have here with us? We got the big bro. My name's Josh. Uh, <laughs> he, he just lurks in the shadows and says stuff every now and then. He's starting to become a bit of a regular, I like isn't it. He? Yeah, I would, I would say, you know what? Josh is a co-host. I think so. I know too much pressure. <laughs> no, I'm really proud of you, Josh. You've, you've really decided that we're worthy of your time and this endeavour is, which is actually quite a feat because it's probably just bullshit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good for you. Like it was fun. We thought it'd be fun inviting you on and then you kind of just stuck around. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get your badge ready. I did invite Josh to begin with. When I first started this, I was like, this will be fun. You two are both into it. And I invited both of you and Josh's answer was, I am very interested, like very. And I'm like, that's a very non-committal text <laughs> message. Jordan was like, yep, we'll do this, 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 and this. And you were like, I want to. I I do. That's a lot of varies. <laughs> exactly. I'm very interested, like very. And I was like, you want to, but there's no commitment in that message whatsoever. So I'm glad that you decided that you would like to come and hang out some more with us. Hopefully for a while. I'd, I assume probably you might have just some episodes with just you and I, Josh, while you're on your honeymoon, George, off getting married. Maybe. Unless Beck doesn't mind you cancelling that and just hanging out with us. Oh, for look, a I think she's pretty excited about it, so we might go through all of it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> being a good husband, like, from the get-go. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not a good way to start your marriage. No, just see, like, I, uh, think, I think it's the opposite. I think you've got to set the bar low, so I can only go <laughs> higher from that point. True. If there's yeah, still a bar or back just snatches it and like just gets an annulment within four days and be like, this is bullshit. You'll be like one of these dudes that's once you're married, you like completely change. And Beck's like, hey, do you want this your lasagna, your favourite food for dinner? You'll be like, I hate lasagna. Make me something good. But we are getting married in just under a month. Yeah, I know. Are you and, nervous? Oh, super nervous. A bit excited. But the thing is, we're going to Byron Bay for our honeymoon and oh. they have a Mexican swim-up bar. Oh, I'm is talking- it a resort? Yeah. That I'm talking tacos and sangrias. I don't know what either. Oh wait, I know what a taco is, <laughs> which know, I think is a pretty dangerous combination in a pool. Yeah, you really like. Is that legal? Are they, are are they, are are they just scrapping that whole thirty-minute wait after? T- <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the alcohol makes you drown, but the pizza, the gas in your belly makes you float. Like, <laughs> so it's like they cancel each other balance, out. And yeah. pools have filters, so it's okay. <laughs> it's kind of like when I drink coffee, then have a beer. It's all about balance in yeah, life. You've yeah. got your upper and your downer. That's exactly right. <laughs> But COVID's kind of thrown it for a loop. Hey, you were supposed to get married earlier this well, year. Well, we meant to get married in March and then COVID come along. And it wasn't just, oh, COVID has come along. We've had to postpone. We were the weekend. I know. It was the week, of, like, so in between the veil of can exactly, we, can't the we? Exactly. We- the weekend before us got to go oh. ahead and our weekend was like, nah, not yeah. happening. So we're devastated, but just postponed. Well, I don't think this is a coincidence. <laughs> what? what are you saying? I got Wuhan on someone, let it, someone who doesn't like you has let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these. Bitches. He was supposed to marry me. <laughs> I don't even want to say who I immediately thought yeah, of. No, I just thought I'd say But you know who you are. I feel like though when you when you mention resorts and stuff, it mm. must have been what you felt like, Josh, before like when Jordan and I would be like, Oh, we're travelling here, we're going overseas, we're doing like you're just like fucking kids is bullshit. And now I hear like Jordan talk about like I'm gone to a resort and I'm like, got a got a fucking kid. This is bullshit. Like I can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, children there. The weights, nature weights. Everyone tells you that it's a good idea and then it's just you have one and you're like, it's cool. But when people are like, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. It's not not the they best. They exaggerate. Well, like it is the best thing that's happened to you. But like when they're like, it's the best thing I've ever done. I'm like, I can list on fucking 10 fingers things that I've done that have been better than having a kid. Like, you know what I mean? I think they misquote. It's the best thing that ever happened to them. <laughs> no, it's great. And you love your kid, but like I can... <laughs> Think of so many things I'd rather be doing than changing pooey nappies. You know what I mean? I think it's important to normalise it. No one come for me. 
Um, so this week's episode, we were going to do something different, but because of like George's roster was pretty hectic, I was busy with kids stuff like changing pooing nappies or whatever. So it got a bit late, a bit long in the tooth to finish what we were going to talk about. And mm. I, I'd rather do it right than, than I think do so. I think people shit. would appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, get it done right. And Josh is just like, nothing matters. It does. It make no never mind me. I don't do nothing anyway. I just got to, I do as I'm told. I get a message and I do it. So this week we thought we'd have a bit more of a, like a chill vibes episode and um, maybe read a couple of weird articles we've seen on the interwebs lately and maybe see who has the weirdest one or not necessarily weird, strange, terrifying. terrifying. It could be horror. It could be funny. It could just be, it could be a combination. Mine's a little bit of a combination. Mine's a bit ridiculous to be honest. Mm. My one takes us down a little bit of a crypto article. So. Oh, I like that. Mm. Well, Josh. It was big for Do you know what the sad thing is? Like I'm a big believer. Look, I believe in big I don't believe in like, Bigfoot, but like the idea that there is something out there less evolved that we haven't discovered living in the world, like fucking whatever. Shut up. Don't look at me like that. Well, <laughs> you know? I was very interested. So I'm sort of the same. I'm on the fence. One day I could wake up and Bigfoot's real. Like, yeah. Like, I and, totally and then you wouldn't be like, that's a stretch. You'd be like, yep, yep okay. 100%. No. And then the next day I wake up and I'm just like, why haven't we found any bones? Like, because what? they might bury their mates, or like, you don't no, know the. Okay, yeah, we're not. Gonna, we won't. We'll do it before. <laughs> we don't get into it now. But like, I'm a big believer in Bigfoot. But then ever. But at the same time, when I read things like David Politis was like a Bigfoot researcher and investigator, I'm like, yeah, fucking rado. Like for mm. some reason, I'm really kind of people who like write books about it and believe in it that much. I'm always very skeptical of because mm. I feel like they push their own narrative so hard. Like if you looked at evidence and you looked at something and you're like, that's easily like that's dog shit. They'll be like, it's Bigfoot poo. And it's like, think critically. It's yeah, they just push whatever. Poop. Yeah, push whatever narrative yeah. suit whatever suits their narrative. Yeah. But Josh has also got something for us today. So did you want to take it away with your article? I wouldn't say article? something, but... It's a little itty-bitty something. You, re- you did a little bit I before tried, you got here. I tried. Small the kids wouldn't let me. Well, that's why I was saying to you, it's so hard to sit. Like, at least with Juniper, she doesn't really, like, talk. Look, she makes noises, but I don't have to adhere to them. Like, she could be screaming about something. Can I just give her a toy when she might want water? I've been teaching her instead of saying water to agua. Agua. <laughs> agua, was, I thought it was funny. I don't know if that's cool or not. But anyway, did you want to take what, what do you have well, for us? Mine, it was a story I heard ages ago when I was probably listening to George Norrie on Coast to Coast. I think it might have been on there. And he came up with this really creepy bear story about I don't know if anyone's heard of the Grizzly Man. He was this fella over in Alaska who used to go out and he was always talking about how grizzlies aren't as scary and as mean and as crazy as you think. So he'd spent a lot of time with them and um, he, he, he'd done his own. There's a documentary made about it after it, but he would do all of his videos and that and his girlfriend would go with him and. Didn't he have, like, I've seen the documentary they're talking about. Didn't he have, like, a few girlfriends over the years? They, kept, of it? they got yeah. eaten and eaten one by oh, okay. one. Just, no, no. <laughs> you just roll them up in their sleeping bag and drag them out. Yeah, there. yeah that's why he never got eaten. He, did, he sort of threw and ran. But no, he, and it, yeah, anyway, the, to make a short, uh, a long story short, in the end, they went to, um, there was a place in Alaska, I can't remember where it was because like my child island. wouldn't let me study. It was like an island. <laughs> and it was a stormy night, et cetera, et cetera. And this guy's name was oh, Timothy Treadwell, I think yeah. it was. And um, anyway, his girlfriend's told him to, this was her last trip. She said, like, it's getting too dangerous, it's getting too loopy. And if you watch his videos, he is a bit... I think he's a little like... He's a, a little crazy, like... Um, and he done this whole thing, I'll die from him, I don't care if, like, they, you know, if they get he too vicious of, with me. And he thought he... I think the whole thing about that is, what I got from it, is he legitimately thought he was special. He did, yeah. yeah. And he thought he legitimately linked, like, linked with him and they were yeah, like, you're like our brother. He wanted to be one. Shit, there like, were a lot of people reckon he wanted to be one. Yeah. He thought he was one. But anyway, it was a stormy night. It was in October. He just wanted that time. massive bear dick. <laughs> he did, and he got it. But, um, <laughs> we don't know. Well, we don't know, but it could Allegedly. happen. <laughs> um, but anyway, one it was one stormy night, and apparently it was an older bear that obviously couldn't hunt as well as it used to be able mm-hmm. to, and it was hungry. And he thought he'd done a, his last video was something about them going and hibernating, and he's had a good day, and it was it was there was a bit of wind blowing behind. It was daylight. Um, and then after that was his last video and then a seaplane came the next day to pick okay, him up. Okay, so he was his like last night there. Night there, yeah. yeah. So he's there with his girlfriend. They got a tent there. And it's, and there's bears everywhere. That's what I don't understand. This tent, this little piece of nylon oh, just covering yeah. it makes you feel safe for some reason yeah. being inside it. Yeah, we uh, when <laughs> when I went somewhere. <laughs> did you go to America, did you? I think I did once. <laughs> Tell us another story. <laughs> Sorry, it just pertains to it. I, that's, this is what this is. This is banter. You have to allow me to talk because otherwise no, but I But this is what this is. This is 
banner. <laughs> on your banner. Well, when we were in Yosemite, and I've probably told the story a bunch of times, there was a black bear in the middle of the night outside our tent. And the dude at like the outdoor living store was like, yeah, I don't need to worry about bears. And he gave me like human pepper spray. It was like a, he literally gave me a pink pepper spray because I was a girl. And I was like, I don't know if my opposable thumbs can use this. And he gave me this pink pepper spray. And I'm in the tent and you can hear it huffing. And it's right by my face next to the tent. And I like get into the fetal position and I'm digging around and I get my pepper spray and I'm like aiming it for the door, like the zip of the tent. And Dan's first thing is like, I will murder you. He whispers to me, I'll murder you if you spray that in this tent. Oh, in the tent. And I'm aiming it and he's like, what do you fucking think? The bear's going to come through the front yeah, door? Exactly. Like, yeah, he was like, but I'm like aiming it at the zip. He's like, what are you going to, it's like a dog soldier. I was like, me. It's not Jurassic Park. <laughs> you hear the zipper go up and the bear comes in. He's like, it's, it doesn't just come through the front door. And it was hard to think. You do feel like a little bit protected with That's just a tent. I'm but saying. then when you really think yeah. about it, then you have no protection. But you're freaking out from the scene in the Lost World when the T-Rex sticks its head through and smells your dirty laundry. It- Pretty much. The black bear's not. <laughs> There's no showers at Yosemite. Like, it's pretty hectic. But anyway. Just so. use the zipper sound. That normally scares everybody. <laughs> what? In the middle of the night. Oh, someone. Oh. That would actually be funny doing that outside of people's tents. But in America, you'd probably get shot. So yeah. yeah. Might not. So it was his last night there. It was his last night there. And anyway, it was it, the thing that drew me to it was there was an was audio on it that suspe- supposedly got deleted by the person who got it, but they never did. It got it leaked. It was Hernan Wurzog. Did you listen to it? Was there a leak? I've heard, yeah, there's a little- Oh, I didn't there's know a, There's like a five-minute video. That's very hard to find, but they've shortened it to like a minute and a half, two-minute video, and you can hear him out there. And the bear makes hardly any sound. You hear it grunting and stuff like that. But anyway, it's had, it was from a camcorder, and it had the lens still on when they were filming. Yeah. So he starts getting attacked. So it just goes from him. You can hear him going, "Oh my god, it's killing me!" Stuff like that. I'm getting goosebumps over that. Yeah, it was. It was. That's what drew me to the story. I thought because I've watched documentary and I think it's Werner Herzog. He is like a documentarian, and he was listening to it because his mum, his mum had. The dude, Timothy's mum, had given it to him for the documentary and he was listening to it and he was looking at her and going, don't ever listen to this. Yeah, it was like that. They're like, we can't release this. And somehow- I I want to- Well, I wasn't going to play it here because I don't- No, I don't think that's a good idea. But But, um, it's- um, Oh, it was very hard to find. Yeah. I don't want you. And it's graphic. Apparently, you have to on YouTube. You, go, you know, you confirm I'm over eighteen or whatever it is. Because you just click a button. Because yeah. no five year old knows yeah. how to do He's that. He's totally yeah. If you're seventeen, you're like, well, I, don't, I don't understand that language. Yeah. <laughs> What's his button? What's confirm eh? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, it, it goes it goes for a couple of minutes, and you can hear the girlfriend. She's the loudest one. That's probably why you couldn't hear the bear. But she's like. Play dead, play dead. She screamed, play Too dead, late. over and over and over. And he's just going, he yeah. Just, yeah. And he couldn't, it obviously wanted to eat him. Yeah. And um, she's going, play dead. And then all of a sudden she's like, fight back, fight back. And honestly, I think he was more emotionally hurting than physically from the like bear. From- he's like, what do women want? Like, what do- <laughs> He's like, I don't understand. What- Even in my final moments, you're nagging me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think playing dead worked for a short time because I think he did. And then it was, there's like a pause, not a pause, but you can still hear her and him. He's pretty upset moaning. But the bear left for, for uh, I forget how long it was, probably 10 seconds, 15 yeah, seconds. Was- but because I reckon, because she was, well, fair enough, she was hysterical. Her screams and her loud noises brought it back and it come back and mm-hmm. smashed him some more. And he went from screaming to, you can hear it at the end, groaning. Like he obviously was yeah. starting to fade away a bit. And it's eating him alive. Like it was eating yeah. him alive. And then. It cuts out. And you don't, I think there is audio of it when it comes for her, but I can't find that again. I that was she, ages ago when I listened yeah, to it. She attacked it with like a frying pan or something. She, she, she tried with, yeah. At the start, she tried with a frying pan. When, when she changed her mind from play dead to like, we're ninjas now, let's fight back. And yeah. he's like, oh, I can't get on board with either way. What do you want from yeah. me? Um, so she, and then in the end, it's come for her. After it's finished with him, it's like, right, it's your turn. That's predatory. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, and then that's when the seaplane was coming. Hadn't heard from 24 hours later, come back to, it was their last night there. And it's this seaplane's come, he's flying over and he said he could see limbs. And oh, really? Like, oh like he reckons God. he could see like human parts. Oh. And it was just, it was spread out. The camp was just a mess. And there was piles of something, like piles of whatever bears, mate. They must make cash, like a, a, cash. a cash or something. Like yeah. With their hand, it was when the, they got there later, they seen hands and stuff hanging out of it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, his head was torn away and that. But then that's when he's obviously called, I forget who it was, it was the people, authorities to come. Yeah, like it's, rangers or something. Yeah. yeah, and they've landed their helicopter and apparently as soon as they landed, this big bear has just it's come straight for them. They've had to shoot it. Yeah, I've heard that it was acting like super aggressively. Yeah, it was like, oh, it's like Kentucky Fried Chicken, these humans, and it's just seen a bucket of chicken yeah. land. And- but you'll find that a lot in these situations. Like you say, it's like an older bear, an unwell bear. That's the bear that is the most dangerous because we are literally easy pickings because oh, it's worth yeah. it's worth trying 
to see if they yeah. could eat us sort of thing. Well, he was old. That's what they said. He was big, old, and obviously couldn't chase down anything else he'd normally. Could, yeah, but if you're out there in the all this wildlife that you can't catch and then all of a sudden you've got these little pink humans that show up. Like, it's even crazy. Like, <laughs> like the description yeah. little pink humans. Like they're a, so tasty and warm. Like a snack bar over there and not mate's just like trying to pat and say, oh, I've got a kingship with yeah. this bear. No, well, well, no, you don't. <laughs> Timothy's just watched Brother Bear and he's like, hey, buddy. Yeah. I don't think they care. Like, I don't think it's like that. Unless it's what... It, you, I mean, you look at situations in even captivity when bears are raised by humans from tiny little cubs all the way up and they still have incidents, like, incidents where they will attack their most closest like person in their life sort of thing because they are wild animals at the end well, of the day. Wasn't it that, I forget what their names were, those guys that had the tiger, the white tiger or whatever it was. Oh, Sig- Sigmund Sig- and Freud. Yeah, he ended, ended up turning on one of them and grabbing them. And yeah. So I think he's... Because they're animals. Getting fed out from a straw these days. Yeah, he's like, uh, uh, did he survive? He did. I did think he? he survived, but yeah. He didn't want to, though, at the end of it. He no. was pretty messed up. But, but that's it, they're wild animals. But they're the trying to day. explain away. They're going, oh, no, the trog was trying to help him. He was having a heart attack, and the trog yeah. was trying to help CPR. him with its mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> why this fella is like, the bears are friends. and yeah, no. That's how you give CPR, Jordan, with your mouth. That's it's all. It's, <laughs> the claws were pumping the heart. Oh, its teeth were in the way. It yeah, was, couldn't row, get to him. row, row, your boat. But can you imagine? one how terrifying it would be to be attacked by a bear to begin with say you're in a national park hiking and a bear attacks you and you're just like to whoever you're with because you'd be like ridiculously dumb to hike alone go for help you're on an island in alaska where the only way you can get help is from a seaplane as soon as that bear started on him he would have had to have known even if it was the injuries weren't that bad he still has to wait like a whole 12 hours for a plane to come. like if it walked away and didn't come back he's probably like i'm gonna bleed out from the injuries i think they did have contact though like they had a cell phone and stuff like that but oh even then like you still have to wait for that to come like it's gonna take longer than anyone else yeah that's pretty terrifying yeah but just quickly there was a few things like the things they saw was they like nearby they found what was left of Tim's mauled head connected to a small piece of spine. His right arm was also found. His wristwatch still attached. Like Ooh. it wasn't a mugging. It was obviously <laughs> it was a full on like I'm hungry. Why are we like this? They don't need no watch. Bear you don't, don't need, need a- to know the time. Yeah. Time for you to die. <laughs> Didn't. And I think that's what his girlfriend was coming back for the frying pan, like to grab the watch and. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she was fending him off with the frying pan, trying to get it. <laughs> Looking for his wallet. Is that you, Mary? <laughs> <laughs> but even if you say, for example, the animals like ninety nine percent of the time are chill and they're like scared or not scared, but they're just cautious and they don't really they don't want to kill you or whatever. There's still that one percent. It's like in any sort of society, whether it be like animals or humans, there's always like the one percent of people that have bad intentions that don't act in what is considered like a normal way for like a bear to act or for a human being to act. Like look at serial killers and people who murder in general. Like yeah. there's always that one percent of, of anything that acts against the norm and that's where even if you're out there frolicking with bears, is it really worth the risk? But the percent goes up then. You're like you throw yourself there with Yeah, them. and it makes it worse. It's like that whole thing you've got more chance of getting hit by a car than eaten by a shark. You throw yeah. me in the middle of the ocean and then tell me there's more chance yeah. of being hit by a car than eaten by a shark. The odds change. And that's it. There's and cars people- in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's okay, you'll get hit by a car before this thing hits you. <laughs> and then you have people and this is what really gets me, people will be like, Oh, the sharks are getting worse and we need to do a cull and it's like, no, just more people are going into the ocean, so there's more of a chance of it happening. So that's all. Yeah, it's exactly. Not, it's not that they're getting worse or there's more sharks. It's just like when more people put themselves in a situation where it can happen, it, there is a higher chance of it happening. And a lot of people were, it was crazy, you read about, were happy about the result. They're like, well, that would just proved him wrong because he's trying to prove that they're not that bad. And they're like, well, he had this coming and it yeah. was silly for it's, dragging it's his girlfriend sad, into but it. Yeah, it was. yeah, especially dragging her with him. Yeah, because he, he was hard. You look at him in his videos. He was half loopy. But imagine she's probably looking at it too. He did it like a bunch of times. He oh, went he, and did the exact yeah. same thing like five or six times. Like he would go, he did it for like five or six years. So he'd always do it, I think, of a summer or something. Yeah. Which I think is when the bears are actually most dangerous because they're, it's either when they come out of hibernation or they're going in because they have to get their food stores up to. Like they either haven't eaten for ages or they know they need to eat. I think maybe they're more, they're worse when they come out of hibernation at the end of, like at the start of spring and he was going in summer and stuff and he's gone six times. So she's like, oh, he's gone six times. Nothing's happened. I'd go, but I did think I, when I watched the documentary, she was really like, didn't want to do it. She was like, I don't think this is safe, but she did it anyway. I've watched bits and pieces of it. Like it's called the Grizzly Man and it's quite well done. Like yeah. music and the way oh, it's the all dude, done. Oh, the yeah. dude Josh is like an award-winning Is he? Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. 
Werner Herzog. He's done other what else? he's done other stuff as well, and it's all really good. Yeah, I was waiting for at the end for him to drop the audio too, and they never did. Like, no, well, they fair enough, you wouldn't do it in the thing, but. Well, it's kind of like would if that was like a relative of yours, would you want to hear it? It's oh. kind of like anything you talk about. Like we were talking about the Catherine Knight case, and it happened close by to us, and we know people that are like directly involved in that, like Jordan and I do. Yeah. So it's kind of like while that is like a crazy case that you'd want to talk about, like for us, it's kind of like when you know someone associated with it, it feels a little disrespectful. So sometimes even when you sit here and you like kind of make jokes about this or whatever, it's obviously. Someone else's problem. It's lighthearted because it's like a horrible thing. But that, well, that's what it kind of is. Like you probably really, you would be really offending anyone that's like. Part of it. Because imagine yeah. if that happened to like our dad or someone like that. You'd be like, shut your mouth. You know what I mean? But we can't. I'd be more concerned for the bear if dad was staying on there. <laughs> he just starts biting the bear. The audience. You want to wrestle? Bear. The bear's going, play dead, play dead. The bear's playing dead. Dad's like, is he talking? But yeah, that one's a really creepy one. And it actually leads us like kind of like what we'll be talking about in next week's episode, mm. which is the Night of the Grizzlies, which is, it sounds kind of similar to that. Like it's, the book is pretty scary, really. Like I was, when I started reading it, I was like, oh, this is just going to be, I, I was reading it just because I was genuine, like genuinely curious. But then you read it and I'm like in a tent in the middle of Glacier, like, I wish I didn't do this. <laughs> Sounds like a bunch of Grizzlies, not of the Grizzlies. It's like a movie. A bunch of Grizzlies have got like their baseball bats and that's going a rampage, guys. <laughs> Warriors, <laughs> come out to yeah, play. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Well, like, I did hear something over in Russia. I think it was, there was one night where a bunch of bears come out and like attacked a town over in Russia and they were like fighting them off with like hoses, like <laughs> oh, really? high, high pressure hoses from like a fire engine or whatever. <laughs> oh, and then, no, and I think it didn't too. deter the bears, so they had to turn to like military like weapons and stuff like that. But yeah, a whole bunch of bears came into a town and started like tearing shit up. I think <laughs> like only in Russia, right? Uh, yeah, but I think that's lovely that they started with the hoses. Like yeah. anywhere else would be like, let's just get the fifty cows straight away. Yeah. And they're just like, we see if they like the water. <laughs> it's probably vodka they're spraying at them. <laughs> like more vodka there than water. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a natural resource at this We're point. We're not wasting water. <laughs> Okay, you had something, George. Ah, uh, yes. So this article comes from the Sci-Fi Wire. It says, 1959 memo lists government regulations for hunting Yeti. So they had regulations in 1959 <laughs> yeah. for hunting Yeti. So if you're planning to travel to the Himalayas in search of the abominable snowman, you better be ready to do things by the book. As this in is- if you see it, you can't. What was that again? You're you going to do stuff by the books. I guess the government have a... There's well, a George will tell us. There is a set of regulations that they have for hunting Yeti. For hunting in the, Yetis. <laughs> Did no one give a shit about possibly extinct animals? Yeah. Like, you can hunt... Like, it's no one's ever seen one, but if you see one, you can probably <laughs> kill it. This is how you kill it. Yeah, like... <laughs> so this would be the case if you're conducting your search in 1959... These days, if you head out and search for the Yeti, you'll probably get a lot of giggles and funny looks. But back in 1959, the American Embassy of Kathmandu was taking such expeditions seriously. In a memo uh, memo issued on the November 30th of that year, the embassy listed three regulations. No menstruating. (laughs) (laughs) Drives them crazy. (laughs) For Yeti searches in the region, in addition to 15 regulations on the books for mountaineering scientific expeditions in Nepal. So the three regulations which seem to be laid out with the utmost seriousness are as follows. So 5,000 Indian currency will be paid to His Majesty's Government of Nepal for permit to carry out expedition in search of Yeti. Okay, these Nepalese are not fucking stupid. So it seems (laughs) like it's a money thing. Yeah, they know what's up. If you want to hunt this thing that doesn't exist, you have to pay us money. 5,000 rupees in 1959 equates to 389,000 rupees to today. How much rupees do you think like your wallet in Zelda held to equivalent to today? Zelda had a wallet? Yeah, because you could get like 300 rupees. Not Zelda, like in Zelda. So Link's wallet. Yeah, remember you used to go to that shop and just break break all those parts. Parts until you could fill it. And I think the most you could get was like 190, yeah, 199 in Ocarina of Time. What's that into. So back when was. When was Zelda? I would. (laughs) Never mind. When was Zelda? (laughs) (laughs) Well. Well, Well, there was castles. I'm sure someone could predict roughly what time it was supposed to be set in the dark ages yeah why is he chasing after this princess he has enough rubies to buy a thousand princesses <laughs> like it's very true he never really had to leave his home did he no it wasn't really his home was it though because he wasn't really one of those little kids shit i don't even remember mm. you need to play that shit again because I do, actually. it is good <laughs> <laughs> so that equates to about fifty five hundred dollars us in today's standards oh so not much no 
But I think back then it was something ridiculously small, like sixty-eight. That's US. Or something. That's US dollars. Like it might, like with with like what do you call it? You know, like Australia's dollar. The conversion. So yeah, the conversion rate. <laughs> you know, when Australia dollar equals something. <laughs> 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 okay, so the second one was in case the Yeti is traced and can be photographed or caught alive but it must not be killed or shot except in an emergency arising out of self-defense. <laughs> so, That's nice. So all photographs taken of the animal, the creature itself, dead or alive, must be surrendered to the government of Nepal <laughs> at the earliest convenient time. Now listen, has this <laughs> happened and they've given photos back and they've gone, thank you, and then killed the people and gone, righto. Like, oh, have you taken any photos? But what's the point of taking a photo of it if you're just going to hand it into the yeah. government anyway? Yeah, exactly. Do you know what this reminds me of a little bit? You know, Doubt Love Pass? Have you heard of that? Yeah, you yeah. It was like a bunch of, you have to do an episode on it because oh, it's yeah. incredible, but a bunch, it's in Russia, it's saying like the 1950s, a bunch of people go hiking to this mountain in the middle of nowhere and um, basically they all die oh. and they're never Spoiler seen, alert. Their, their bodies are found or whatever and there's like, it's just crazy. Like the shit that happened and what went on is just like some of it is like explainable and others is just like nuts. And the KGB got involved, and it's like they like retracted half the case, and no, and no one's allowed to look at the files on it or anything. Like it's oh, really, really that. strange. Yeah. More questions. It's probably like that. Like you got any information come through, and as soon as you hand them the file, they like just pop you in the head, and yeah. that's it. It's like, literally like that though. Like you read up on it, and you're just like, this is super interesting. I can't wait to hear like everything about it. But all it does is raise more questions than answers. And do you think sometimes people do see stuff and they're just too scared to tell anyone because they don't know what the repercussions might mean yeah. for themselves? I didn't. Or See anything damn right? But it's like aliens. People are like I got abducted, and everyone's like, "Sure, you did." <laughs> like, you yeah, know what I mean? like, yeah, no one's going to say anything, no, because you can't prove it. Really, I can just imagine these guys. They t- take a photo, and they're like, "Oh, here, government, here, have a look at this," and they just goes, "Shh," just straight in front of them, straight. In the and they got to look at what? I just think <laughs> it's of like Jaf- Morton and his mud crabs. I think <laughs> what mud crab? I think of Jafar off Aladdin. They're like, "Here's the lab," and they're like, "See ya." <laughs> <laughs> So the third one is news and reports throwing light on the actual existence of the creature must be submitted to the government of Nepal as soon as they are available and must not in any way be given out to the press or reporters for publicity without the permission of the government of Nepal. So maybe that in Nepal that it has been found or seen. That's what I mean. And just so it's just a it, massive yeah. cock block by them, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, this ain't getting out. Yeah, because they're probably mates with the Yeti, which is fair enough, and they just don't want people coming. Because imagine it's, I don't know, it reminds me of the movie, like the hunter we were talking about with the Tasmanian Mm. tiger. Like what happens when you do prove that it's real? The amount of people that come into that environment and flood it and just ruin it for the animal and... Yeah, you lose is, all is the it, mystique. Yeah, like if you're if you're in Tasmania and someone's found that, like, are they better off just keeping it to themselves? Yeah, because they're telling everyone. Because from what I heard, you're better off not taking it to a zoo. No, no, definitely <laughs> don't take it to the zoo. Do they eat or are they just <laughs> sunlight? I think they're like a plant. They just photosynthesis. photosynthesis. <laughs> yeah, those stripes, they're solar panels. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like personally know. I can think of two people at the top of my head that are just kind of like grubby. People that would be like not giving a shit and would go and try and hunt it just for the sake of being being able to say they killed a Tasmanian it's like, tiger. It's like the rhino horns and that. Like, oh. imagine having the last Tasmanian tiger pelt. Like, how much would that be worth? Yeah, even just to your own ego. Like, some of these people just want to be the person that say that they've done that. Yeah, no one else has. I've done it. Like, congratulations, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> they put it down with a sad face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be supportive. <laughs> So basically, if the Yeti is out there, it belongs to Nepal. The <laughs> oh, you can't like claim it, man. The, the 1950s were filled with the tales of people searching for and spotting the Yeti. So someone at the embassy decided a little bureaucracy was in order, just in case any other people turned out to be right. To me, that's the biggest ass covering oh, in the world. Hey, look, it's probably not out there, but if it is, I'm just going to put this little clause in to say that we own everything about it. I do yeah. kind of like that they they did do that. I think that's like really cool. I think it's kind of like a pretty, it's like a chill government. You know, be like, I'm the cool mum. I'm not regular, (laughs) I'm the cool (laughs) mum. I don't understand if it was from a protection point of view. Like, you find this thing, it's so rare, right? Let's stop. I don't want people flooding it, like you were saying earlier. It's it's nice in the 1950s that they had that amount of forethought to, to try and protect something instead of being like, Kill it as soon as you say, quick, quick, kill it before it lays eggs. Oh, evidence like. before. <laughs> before it breeds. Yeah. <laughs> kill the young ones. Yeah. Everything dies that we don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, but it's then like, it. oh, it's okay if you shoot it in self-defense. Well, if it gets shot, wouldn't you just say, oh, I was trying to attack Yeah, you. come at me, man. It's a Yeti. They yeah. do that, don't you know that? <laughs> I find it's kind of like in Australia there are laws in like with people intruding or trespassing. You can only um, defend yourself with the same amount of like aggression that the person who is invading your space is giving you. So if someone rocks up like with a crowbar... You've you got to equal it with a baseball bat. It, well, pretty much. No, you can't just shoot them with a gun because so, it's just like in 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 equivalent. To- so if he's throwing haymakers and you can hit hard, you're like, oh, I've got to turn this down a bit. Yeah. Hit at the same rate as you. No, you know, I think like though if someone's, no, but if oh, someone's geez, punching you, you can punch them back. I guess it's like, it's kind of like you got to match weapon for weapon or like yeah. if someone, like if someone had a bow and arrow, I'm sure you could shoot them because it's just like, Fair, almost. You know yeah, what I mean? It's in the same but category. I didn't, I didn't know that because Dan and I were talking about like trespassing <laughs> on land and stuff because of our property in the middle of nowhere. Like if we lived there, like how do you handle it? And it, you can't. if someone's there, even if you feel threatened by them and you know they have bad intentions, you can't just shoot them and claim self-defense because they haven't technically. They're just hanging out there and just like looking at you like, hello. You can't just straight up shoot them. Even though you might have this huge backstory where you know that they're coming to do something bad for you, it's. I guess you could argue it in a court of law, but you have to meet their like aggression with like you have to meet it. You can't like exceed I find it. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, so Isn't that I. strange? I think it's different. Like if you're in a bedroom and they're like trying to break in and they've got knives and shoot, then you could shoot them because you have to prove that they had like malintent. I guess you don't have to yell out. Is that a butter knife? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I've got to get the steak knife or not. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Well, I'd say it's a pretty grey area, hey. And it's like you can't, um, even if someone's trespassing on your land, you have to have a gate that is shut like so that yeah. they don't have access with a sign on it saying you don't trespass. If you've got signs up everywhere saying can't trespass, if the gate's open and they come onto your land, it doesn't matter. You have to... This is just trespassing though because imagine if they're in the house throwing your plasma TV in their car. It's like, well, his gate was open. No, but you can't just kill them though if they're just taking the plasma TV because they're not a threat to your life technically. What could you Can take you maim the them? Yes, I, oh. not when they're leaving. I did hear that if they're if leaving the, yeah, the house and you, you do something, they start break their leg. Because it yeah, was like that, you and they win. that guy in Newcastle. Not recently, it was like a couple of years ago. Do you remember when he woke up and he went into his daughter's room and there was a dude standing over his daughter's cot? Yeah, and he chased yep. him out of the house and put him in a headlock, like on his front lawn. And that dude died because he put him in the headlock. That's a fair. And call, he though. got arrested for that. Yeah. And it, like a few people were like, oh, that's so terrible. You should have just let him go or whatever. And it turned out the dude was like a mad pedophile. And oh, you've just yeah. found this dude in your house, like looking over your baby in, a cri- in its crib. He was like, what? he didn't want the guy to get away. I don't, he didn't mean to kill him by any means, but no. he, and he felt so bad about it. But imagine how yeah. much like <clears throat> anger and stuff he would have been feeling. Yeah. He probably and, wasn't himself. He's probably just like yeah, scared a wild kid. animal. Yeah. That's what I would be. be. Like. That's like, like that house. girl recently who committed suicide because that guy died by suicide. What? <laughs> you never heard that term? Died by suicide. Yeah. You don't, you're not supposed to say commit suicide because it's like insensitive to people who, no, 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 it's, it's legit. (laughs) How is that insensitive? It's it's because saying, (laughs) let's, let's have, let's, let's. This is why COVID's here. Yeah. (laughs) It's because, um, when you commit something, because suicide is supposed to be a crime. So it's like the last thing that their family did was commit this crime. People, like people who. Can you say commit crime? Because it is no, but <laughs> that, I'm starting to find that they're insensitive. trying to say that suicide isn't a crime, which is fair enough. They're, they're, so they people prefer to say died by suicide, but commit isn't. You don't. You just don't say commit suicide. It's uh, just play by the rules. <laughs> oh my God. The world. The world like, is becoming so PC. It is ridiculous. No, but I, I, if someone had someone that died by suicide and they said I don't like that, someone says that because it makes me upset. I'd be like, okay, well, it doesn't mean anything to me, so I'll just respect your wishes and say died by yeah, suicide. Commit. In the dictionary is just to carry out something, isn't oh, it? Oh, there you go. Well, there. Yeah, but I'm they, committed to something. If you're committed to doing that, I think because the yes. the history of saying commit suicide was like it's supposed to be viewed as like a crime, mm. and they've done something bad, and then they like committed a crime. You're not. I can honestly say I never something. thought it was committed to. I never really had it with a really, crime thing until now. now yeah, I think no, yeah, and that's because, the way it is. But, but see, I read that because I was wondering why people. Weren't, weren't supposed to say it anymore and I looked it up and that's why it was because it was viewed as like it's also like kind of a religious thing I think because they've committed this crime they're gonna go that's just what I've read about it I'm feeling very offended right now that I don't have a million dollars oh you snowflake <laughs> so do I get a million dollars don't be a snowflake <laughs> snow is a flake now I'm a fa- I don't know anymore so this girl recently beep suicide <laughs> and the guy got released from jail 
And that's why it happened. Like, he was meant to be put away in jail and he got released early and that's why she beeped Oh, so she killed herself because this dude... Yeah, exactly. What did he have to do with her? He, like, abused her and assaulted her and and raped her. How old was he? Like, sorry, how long long did he spend in jail? Probably no time. Probably 10 seconds. He was probably, like, a champion swimmer. So is your theory (laughs) is if, say, her father chased him out and killed him and he doesn't ever get released, this girl never really freaks out like she did? Well, I just think the guy getting released early... Like not spending any time in jail. Oh yeah, because they don't—they don't really take crimes like yeah. sexual crimes no. very seriously. So at this all. fellow he strangled and killed probably goes in for a little bit because he never done anything. To be honest, I could look it up, out. but I don't. I don't. I don't think he. I think he. No, he went. He went to jail for it. I don't know if he went to prison, but he went to jail. And when um, his family tried to bail him out because he was like, "You can get out on bail," he didn't want to go out on bail because he felt that bad about accidentally killing this guy, even like what the circumstances were. Mm. He felt that terrible because it's not just like that grub deserved it. Like he had the person you kill still has family and friends who care about them and love them, even if they aren't the best person. And I, he felt really bad yeah. for like his parents and his family. I that completely that. understand that. But yeah. if you're making a decision to go into someone's house like that, it's on you. Kind of like going into the beach when they're sharks, right? Yeah. You sign a social exactly. contract that exactly. says there are consequences to my actions. Yeah, and you're I, in my world now. Yeah. But I guess like some people might take the piss. There was, I actually read this article and it was about a guy in uh, America somewhere, of course, who kind of, these he had been broken into and he kind of lured the people, they left a heap of stuff upon. I don't know how it happened and I can't remember names, sorry, but he kind of half lured them into his house to steal some more stuff somehow. I don't know how he did it. And he waited and he, in his basement with like a gun, I think it was, and he filmed this whole thing and he killed him. He killed these two teenagers and he was like, they came to steal shit. He kind of half lured them into oh, so it. So he like like set them up. In a way, yeah. But, and he was like, he went to jail for it, obviously, but he, he in his mind, he was doing like the world a service. By enticing people into his house and then killing them. Yeah, he's one of those guys that don't wear a face mask at Bunnings and hates <laughs> And films it. <laughs> Felt entitled to take. Yeah, exactly. That, that late, did you watch that lady in Bunnings who didn't wear a face mask? And Karen, she was like, yeah. I'm yeah. entitled to... I would have just got a two-by-four because it's Bunnings and just bapped her off the back of the head with it. Yeah. But anyway, so... Jeez, what were we talking about? Oh, I think it was Yeti or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is how it happens. Yeah. The poor courtesan. Said, stop talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I have one, um, and this is <laughs> this is a weird one. So, um, oh, this is a weird one. <laughs> so a skull was found at a mantle place wearing sunglasses, and it was found to actually belong to a missing man called Junior McCann, who was seventy nine when he meant when he went missing seven years prior to when this skull was found. On a mantelpiece wearing sunnies. What? Junior McCann was reported missing by his brother who shared the house with him. So he reported him missing after he hadn't seen him for four days. And then the house, like after some time, was sold to a guy called Brian Kennedy. And him and his dog would go for like walks on the property or whatever. And his dog alerted him to this skull on the property. And he placed the skull on his mantelpiece with a pair of sunnies on it. So he didn't take it to like authorities or anything. And he just put it on, like, he used it as a decoration. Decoration. <laughs> Pretty much. And then oh, his son was visiting him. So they don't give ages or anything, but I assume this is, like, an older person, maybe. Not, like, older, but just, Dad, like. you can't do that anymore. Pretty much. I think he's, <laughs> that's like. the PC, bro. <laughs> Get the sunnies off. Oh, that's better. I think his son was, like, older. So, like, a grown man sort of thing. And his son came in and was, like, um. What is that? And he's, he was like, oh, I just like it. I think it brightens the place up. Like, you know what I mean? So he saw it and then he took it. He was like, you need to like turn this over. So he turned it over to the police and the police did a DNA test on it and confirmed that it was the previous owner of the house, Junior McCann. So he shared the house with his brother. And in the seven years since his disappearance, his brother had since passed away. And they actually, like, he was, like, the main suspect in, in his Okay, disappearance. yeah, yeah. So it seems like maybe, like, they don't know how he died because all they could find was the skull. It doesn't say whether this was in um, the, lo- it was an article by Local 12. Yeah, they don't, there's no other body parts, so they couldn't determine how he died. But they, from what it sounded like, from the in, initial investigation into it, the brother was a main suspect. So he's obviously probably killed him somehow on the property and scattered his bones or buried him or something. And after seven Does it years... Does say how long ago that was? Seven years he disappeared. So no, like when this happened. When what, what happened? That they found it. This I this article's from this year. Okay. So, so it's only recent. Yeah, so seven years ago he, 
yeah, he had missed like gone missing yeah, and just yeah. recently this has happened. Okay, yeah. But I imagine that like who finds a skull <laughs> in like he I've always been ever since like watching CSI, it's so morbid, but I was always like I obviously probably wouldn't if it really happened to me, but I'm like, I wouldn't mind stumbling across a body. You know what I mean? Like how crazy would that be? And he's stumbled across a skull and just thought literally thought nothing of it. You think sometimes I think with like older people, like there's they think that there's no way that this could be something bad. Like, especially maybe yeah. they had like a really protected childhood or something, or like they've never had bad stuff happen to them in their life. Yeah. So they don't, their initial thought is not like this comes from a body of like, a, I don't know what he would have thought it was. Yeah. Like he put sunglasses on it. He knew it was a skull. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like, it doesn't say that maybe he thought it was a Halloween prop or anything. It just says, you'd, I reckon when you went to pick it up, you're like, yeah, that's a skull. Like you, I reckon you'd tell. Oh, he know it was yeah. a skull, but I guess he just, do you reckon he just picked it up? He's like, oh, this is a skull. And then he put it up there. He's just like, oh, let's make a little bit of humor out of it and put a sunglasses. He's just like, oh, check out the skull with the sunglasses. Yeah. He probably named it and couldn't turn it in. You know, when you name something, Wilson. you just become a sad. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> that became his mate that he spoke yeah, to. Yeah, because he, he had no one else. I don't, it just seems really strange to not, I don't know, think he probably, like, is it one of those things where he's like, oh, maybe it's like a really old skull? And it's like, kind of like when you find like old bones. I don't know. You like still old, need to report that. That's like not an like indigenous old human, thing then. Yeah, or like not old human bones, but you might find like the skull of a, a fox or something. You think that's pretty cool and you take that home. Like, it, But that's a human being. Yeah. No matter how old that is, you've got to report it. Or maybe like you said, maybe he thought it was like a burial ground for something, which you never take the yeah. skull anyway. You don't remove that stuff. You're the bad juju. <laughs> You're the bad ju- yeah. <laughs> yeah, That shit follows you can you imagine the son though just being like, "Oh my god, dad, what are you doing?" Or he'd be like, "Smick skull, dad looks so ru- dad. What have you done?" I just think the best part is where's Muff? But he puts sunnies on it. Like that's just the best yeah. part. Yeah. He's trying to like humanize it a little bit. Trying to hide it, which is also the weirdest because he was trying to humanize it. So it's like a skull. Like he knows it's human. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't take it in or anything. Which makes me wonder, like, what is the weirdest thing people find? Like, what's the weirdest thing you guys have found? Oh, Jesus. Um, I couldn't think of anything. The weirdest thing I've found. Yeah. Did you ever stumble across anything in the wild and you thought that was a bit strange? Mm, I don't think so. Jord? (laughs) Oh, I couldn't think, but I just remember just then the weirdest thing I ever found. What? Like me with it. Well, it's not necessarily... Oh, my God, Joshua. This is... Is that your phone? It's on silent. It was me. Because <laughs> it's Bluetooth. You were just about to get some. Can, can you say sorry now? <laughs> it's too late to apologize. No, the, it wasn't necessarily the weirdest thing I'd ever found, but it was like, you know, when you sometimes come across situations where all of a sudden you feel really uncomfortable and you like trying to think what was going on here, like when you stumble across something. So something was like where we brought the property up on like the mound. Like when you think of that place, it's really hard to get to. Hey, yeah. Like where you would have to have a car and then you'd have to travel in there. And it's like a, it's a, it's 10, 100 acre block. So it's a thousand acres of pretty much untouched. Quick math. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? No, you're right. Okay. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I thought you had a problem. I think I'm really. <laughs> it's you're right. very confident anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think it's right. And it's like untouched Australian land. Like no one gone like has gone up there before ever. It used to all be connected before it was sold. But anyway, on our block we have like um a creek and it's rock pools. You've seen it, like all the rock pools that the creek goes through. And we actually were exploring one time and Dan and I found like this massive waterfall. Like it was huge. It was like, I don't know, fifty feet sort of thing. And we thought that was cool. We ended up climbing down it and underneath it was a cave. Like, it, not super, super cavey, but, like, it dug out under the rock of the waterfall. Like, you could go under there and be protected by rain. And this wasn't a long that long ago. It was, like, a year ago. So we go down there and we find, like, a Minnie Mouse backpack. Oh, Jesus. Right? And we were like, what the fuck? And we're like, okay. And we open it up. And so it's, it was a really weird combo because it was a Minnie Mouse backpack and in it was a Discman. Like a oh, discman. Oh, that takes me back. And inside the discman was a Metallica CD. <laughs> Mickey which Mouse is Metallica. But it was like a girl's Mickey Mouse. Like, sorry, it wasn't Mickey Mouse. It was Minnie Mini. Mouse. It was a girl's Minnie Mouse backpack. And yeah. in it was a Metallica CD. Mm. So you're like, this is like a creepy combo to begin with. And strewn about, there was an axe down there, like a hatchet, and an unopened can of cheese. Well, I didn't know cheese came in a can and a spoon and a T-shirt, like a really old, pretty much disintegrated T-shirt in this cave. 
That's weird. And we were like, what the fuck? The only thing we could think of was that maybe one of our neighbours had a young kid that because it was right on the borderline of the property, but these are 100 acre properties and it's not easy to get down in there. The only, it's like thick forest and you have to climb down. The embankment is like 90 degree angles almost on either side. Like you have to really carefully climb down in there. And it looked like some, like there was like, you couldn't see evidence of a fire or anything, but there was dugouts in the cave and it was so creepy and weird. Like the combo of the mini mouse backpack and the disman with Metallica. Sounds like old, to me, older kids just hanging Spoon out. Spoon and a hatchet. Okay, now it's okay. A so that's what I thought. I was like, maybe our neighbors. Did you bring the goat? Because a lot of people own, like oh. us, own property up there, but haven't built yet, don't live up there. And... And we were like, what, well, this is really weird. And the next time our neighbours got together or whatever, we were like, oh, do you have – our next-door neighbours like, that had joined that property are like old, like South African people in their 80s that don't really have family here. And we were asking them about it and they're like, oh, no, there was a homeless dude up here, like cra- like a crazy dude. And I don't know how he got up there. There was no – like I don't know how he got there. And he they hadn't seen him for ages, but they were like, we used to see him every now and then. Maybe that's where he lived. And they're like, yeah, it was really weird. He used to go around and he'd like cut fences on people's property and stuff. And like they'd see, like get glimpses of him and that was it. And then he was gone. Oh my God. How weird is that? That's well, kind of good on him because he's not homeless anymore. He found himself a cave. No, yes. he hasn't been there for ages. And then he, Bri and Dan are broken and entered. Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, he's, she's got a hatchet. I'll bring my hatchet to make it fair. Yeah. And if he only has my, a can of cheese house. to hit me with, do I have to get a can of cheese to hit him with? Where do you buy cans yeah, of cheese? Yeah, ha- he'd have to put the axe down. It was weird. Fair. It was like a can of cheddar cheese. You can't hate on that. No, but isn't that creepy? Wouldn't you be creeped out? And then to this know- is the thing that creeps you out the most, the can of cheese. <laughs> it's weird. But he but no no, the thing that creeped me out the most, I think, was the mini mouse backpack and the combination with the Metallica CD and a discman. Like a discman suggests that it's a while like it's like when was the last time you needed to use a discman? I was like twelve. Can yeah, you but even he, get him? He, if it's, if so. it's a homeless man, he's not going to be buying a new iPod yeah. that just came out with these um like Bluetooth earphones. Yeah. And it's like, I can't believe that wasn't there. <laughs> no, but it's creepy. <laughs> he isn't just it? comes back and Breach throws it at him and yells at him, "Get better, shit!" <laughs> so outdated. <laughs> Upgrade your crap. It's like Granite. Stop being poor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like it was just weird. I was like, "How long has this shit been here for?" But they don't know what happened to him or where he went or whatever. They're just like, "Oh yeah, we'd see him." from time to time. There's no way you could walk there. Like, no one knows how he got up there, how he wandered there. Like, it's so far from any town or anything. And, and there was just, like, some crazy dude cutting fences and being weird up on the mountain. It's such a just, weird place to do it, yeah. though. Like, so yeah. strange. In a if, cave there. If he's just left, wouldn't have he come back and taken that stuff? There's a hatchet you Cut would now, need. It's in, not there. And the cheese. Oh, well, you've taken <laughs> Who it. Who left the cheese? Well, Dan went to take the hatchet. and <laughs> He's listening he, to this. I found them. As soon as he went to take the hatchet, it like the the head of it, like the actual blade or whatever you call it, like fell off the. I want to say sticky bit, but like handle. <laughs> the sticky. It was bit. like old and rusted. I don't know how long it'd been there for, but it was one of those things. Like you find a cave already, and you're like, oh, creepy. And then I'm walking towards it, and I see like a. An, oh, and there was a stick of deodorant, so he didn't smell bad. Oh, good on him. Yeah, but you know when you start and you're like, that's a bit weird, and then you start finding more shit, and you're like, oh my god, what am I gonna find here? Yeah, well, I would have been. It would have been creepy. You would have been like, oh, this is cool, you know. I wanted on to leave straight on away. Our property. As soon as you saw that stuff, I'd be like looking around me. Yeah, I, as soon as you find it, it's kind of like if you found a body, you're just like, are they still here? Like. Are they yeah. watching us? And well, you never know when you put a place on it in, in a while. You might be out of a skull you can put on the mantelpiece and, oh, if I do, and yeah. put some glasses yeah. on <laughs> it. You never know. <laughs> so you can't think of anything weird that you've ever found? I don't think so. I think maybe like when we're at Turon, oh, yeah, which, is, fa- Turon. which <laughs> is fairly remote. I think I found like up some mountain, there was like rocks stacked on top of each other, but that could have been anybody. But it is weird. it's creepy because it's so remote. You yeah. Think, you, you don't think that you'll run into someone there and then you find something that shows signs that someone's been there and you're kind of like, oh, this is like a place where someone could kill me easily if they wanted to. Yeah, and this was like up one of those mountains kind of where you wouldn't think anyone would go, but yeah, yeah. here I am up there, so... I've got to be I, honest with you, I, I stacked those rocks the day before. <laughs> but you find with Turin as well, because it's like such a popular place to go and find gold. I remember one time dad made us climb up one of those mountains when he had his gold detector and we were like, I don't want to go up here. And there was it looked really creepy, like dug up graves, yeah. but it was because people had been up there digging for gold yep. years ago. You kind of like, oh, this is heaps. Oh, wait, people just been up here looking for gold. Yeah. I never wanted to do that again. Turin would be one of those places you'd love to go with like a monkey suit or something while yeah. people are there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Do you yeah. that? That would scare oh. everybody. Do you remember we were there? Because basically this place is like thousands, thousands, thousands of acres of just untouched wildlife and you go and stay in a solar-powered cabin. Like and in there's a like, valley. Yeah, in a valley and there's like five of them. We were there once and we were around a fire and the owner came 
and he'd always come like rolling around in either his quad or his ute, just burling around corners. And he came and he said that two kids had gone missing. Oh, that, was that was really creepy because it was like the middle of the night. And he was like, hey, do you guys have any powerful torches? Because these two kids have gone missing. They haven't come back yet. And they were they were found like a couple of hours later in the dead of night, like in a valley somewhere. But that's that was did, that gave me the creeps. Did we end up giving them torches? Yeah, mum did. Isn't it funny that we're like, here's a torch, we're not going to help you. Yeah, we're not coming to help. <laughs> Dad's uh, like, no, we've got three kids' torches. But they didn't ask for help. They said they had plenty of people. They just needed torches. Yeah. They probably looked at us and said, I don't think said these guys will get lost themselves. I'm not looking for them. <laughs> yeah. I think mum and dad got that torch back. Oh, yeah. Mum's really still bitter about that. That's <laughs> why we keep going there. Yeah. <laughs> Hoping they'll offer it back to <laughs> But, yeah, they um they found those kids in the end. But I remember when he came and was like a couple of kids got lost. Like, it's creepy enough there it's when you're just scary. a few feet outside of your own cabin or as Josh is inside the cabin when you're stuffing <laughs> tissues in cracks because you thought something could see you. Yeah. Well, if it wanted to, it could have seen me. <laughs> I've solved the problem. I remember once we were there and I was sitting down. I had my feet on a coffee table and I'd slowly move it and it made like a weird growling sound. It was a grizzly and bear. I, yeah, and the first time I did it, I noticed you kind of like perked up a bit and you are like kind of look around <laughs> and you were kind of like, oh, I'm relaxed again because you thought it like, and I did it again. You kind of like jumped up oh, and you were like checking, checking the checking doors the exit. and stuff. <laughs> First thing I thought was grizzly bear coming through the front door. Did you, guys, did you guys hear that? <laughs> I was like, it was me, dipshit. <laughs> it is a very scary place, especially at night time. Definitely. But so that, secluded. That was my story. I just thought when I read it, I was just <laughs> like, of course. Yeah, so weird, hey. Did you yeah. say you had more? I thought you said you had more than one. George has no, another, I've got one. another one. He's here. got another one. If you want to. This yeah. one's a bit of a... <laughs> bit of a lighter side. So the, the oh, article, can't we make fun of dead people? This, the article <laughs> comes from the BBC, and when I saw this, I just started laughing. So the heading is, Spider Bites Australian Man on Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I think he's Threw asking for it oh, yeah. He's waiting to find a spider and just flopping it out next to it. <laughs> so a 21-year-old Australian tradesman has been bitten for a second time. The man was using a a portable toilet at Sydney building site when he suffered a repeat of the incident five minutes prior. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is called natural selection. Like you're supposed to like cause and effect learn from these uh, issues. So Jordan, who preferred not to reveal his surname. <laughs> was it, was uh, it Ernst? <laughs> no, it was not. Said he was bitten on pretty much the same spot by the spider. I'm the most unlucky guy in the country <laughs> at the moment, he told the BBC. I was sitting on the toilet doing my business and I just felt this sting that I felt the first time. I was like, I can't believe this has happened again. <laughs> I looked down and I've seen a few tiny legs come out from around the rim. He said that he'd been bitten the first time. It had made him wary of using the uh, portable toilets. Maybe check Did the he tell time? anyone? Yeah. After the first time it happened, I really didn't want to use it again, he said. The toilets <laughs> just got cleaned that day and I thought it was my opportunity to go use one. I had a look under both seats and sat down to do my business. Oh, Next it? thing you know, I'm bent over in pain. What sort of does it mention what sort of spider it is? It does. The tradesman said he wasn't sure what type of spider bit him this time. One of the workmates to him from the work site in North Sydney to the Blacktown Hospital. So his workmate picks him up, takes him to the hospital. Oh, God. Although many of his workmates were quick to see the lighter side of the situation. You wouldn't believe him, though. If you, if you, if you rang your friend, you're like, hey, I've been bit on the dick from by a spider. Can you come get me? They'd be like, no, like you're joking. Well, he goes on to say, they got worried the first time. <laughs> <laughs> this time they were making jokes before I got in the car. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't want to work that day. <laughs> no. Jordan was released from hospital and said he expected to return to work soon, but as unlikely to be using the on-site toilet. <laughs> I don't know, twice. In, shitting in a corner somewhere. <laughs> so the redback spider, which they think this was. Oh, what? Yeah, is closely closely related to the black widow spider. It is distinguished by a long red stripe on its abdomen. Its bite causes severe pain, sweating, and nausea. Although there are recorded cases of deaths from the redback bites, none have occurred since the development of anti-venom in 1956. Do you know Dad's been bitten by redback spiders and not given a shit a few I think times? George has. I think, yeah, I went into the hospital. It was like... Not on a oh, motorbike. I can't remember I got, that, I got, yeah. I, got really, I got really sick and my legs like wouldn't work properly and I went into the doctors and they said that it would look like a redback bite. And I said, but I didn't feel anything because it was when we were riding motorbikes across the road. Whereabouts on your body? It was, I think it was on my... <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Speaking of that, would you rather... Like, he's got the old twig and berries out. Would you, ra- <laughs> would you rather the twig or the berries? 
Oh, but tip of the yeah berries, I think. You know, on a ball's hurt, but I'll tip go, of the so. Yeah, but think about the swelling. That probably oh <laughs> well then you'd want it halfway you wouldn't want it on the end would you be like a little baby's arm holding an apple you'd be playing on the field <laughs> you know dad um, got stung on the I don't know if I'm allowed to say this but I gotta ask him if he says no I can edit it out but dad's allergic to bees mm. and he like rides around the farm on his motorbike and he was riding through like the loosen that had flowered and he a bee went up his shorts and stung him on the dick <laughs> Swelled up, and Mum was like, "A whole two over- inches." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, think, I think I overheard like Mum talking to Auntie Albert about it, and my, and Auntie Albert was like, "Your Mum's probably down there, like here, bee, 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 collecting a whole." Mum's got that beehive at home now. She told me it was for honey, <laughs> not for yeah. honey. I had that honey on toast. <laughs> But yeah, it happens, I suppose. Oh, but yeah, redbacks! Terrible. I remember Dad being stung like out by the pool. There, you'd always get redbacks, like the pool filter area. Yeah, and I think he got bitten once or twice, like on his knees, and he was just like, "No." Mm. Well, that's yeah. it. I didn't feel it, and the doctor said that sometimes their fangs are so sharp, f- like, like yeah. fine, that you don't feel. Where what, was it? Like where did on it your happen? body? Yeah, I think it was on my leg because okay. it was like a little mark on my leg. But my legs like didn't work. Like I was crawling around the house. Yeah, I remember. What you did they give the you? How old were you? Sorry, what? How old were they? Were this you? was when I was like probably like eight or something like and that. And what did they give you? Like at the doc, did they give you like an antivenom, or they were like it'll wear off? No, I think it was just like it could be, it couldn't be. Go home, just see how it goes. Go if you die, it was a red back. <laughs> <laughs> if it, go home, don't die. Try that. I remember it was the weirdest sensation of not being able to use your legs. It would that would have been terrifying. Yeah, I would have been. Yeah. But I remember I was at home. You would have freaked and, out, Josh. Oh, at that stage I was like, oh, you're right. Dad went out to do something around the farm, and I was like in the bedroom, which is on the opposite side of our house from the yeah. toilet. And I really needed to go, so here I am, like crawling my way to the like toilet. army crawling. Yeah, yeah, like dragging myself across the floor to the toilet. And do you know what? Any one of our family members would have looked at you and thought nothing. I thought that. We I just was would like, have thought that weird. was like a it- normal thing for you to do. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, as, you as an eight-year-old, I'm like, wow, he's not. Wait, he's not running on all fours. Yeah. Do you remember that time at the beach? What you did to me at the beach, you got the shits with me. No. So anyone listening might not know this, but Jordan has a really bad temper. What you did as a kid, you had a really bad temper and you were really so chill. really bad siblings. <laughs> That's fair. You were really chill until like you, until you weren't. And I remember once at the beach, I'd done something. You would have been like eight and I would have been nine or ten. I did something that pissed you off. I and think it was I remember this, beach. yeah. And I, you used to... <laughs> Running from you, and you were running after me, but you realised you were quicker on all fours, <laughs> so you got down on all fours and started chasing me. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And you were like, "I just remember Mum screaming after me, like a dog being let off the chain, at like a park or something." And Mum was like, "Yeah, Mum was super embarrassed because it was in front of everyone at the beach. You were running on all fours to come and get me, and you fucking guy was terrified. It's like this creature chasing me." slowly gaining on me. I didn't know what to do. And you caught me, like, ankle tapped me, and then I fell, and Mum's running after you, screaming, because she knew, like, who knew what you were going to do. And you started picking hunks of sand up and throwing them directly in my face. This is like a scene of Wizard of Oz where those monkey things are just jumping up. (laughs) And the whole beach was like, what the fuck? And Mum's just, like, losing his shit. Jordan, stop it! (laughs) <laughs> just think, is this some of the cryptid sightings around the world? This is probably why I'm so scared all the time. <laughs> they, they, someone had a podcast and it was like, was it a boy or was it? <laughs> like, yeah. the man well, it, well, it like a, well, it ran like a dog. <laughs> Looked like a man. <laughs> that's, the, that's the mother they interviewed. <laughs> yeah. His mum was so embarrassed. I remember that. That was mm. funny. That, and so probably when you're army crawling through the house, everyone was like, well, yeah. knows what he's no doing. No big deal. <laughs> no. God, I was feral, wasn't anything. I? Yeah. Out of control. <laughs> Pretty much out of control. <laughs> I, would, I would say that, yeah. I used to love running around barefoot because yeah. mum always used to try and smack me with like, the wooden spoon or something. <laughs> and if I took off, because the track was just pure gravel, yeah, if I just took I off up the, up the gravel track, she wasn't getting to me because she didn't have shoes I on. remember this one time you'd done something, who knows what, and mum was chased. Mum was going to hate this episode. She was already shitty at me from last episode when I said I thought my name was Bogan. Next time I saw her, she's like, well, why don't you change it then? Why don't you change it if you hate it so much? I was like, I never said I hate it. I just thought the way that you named me was Bogan. And she's like, well, change your name. And I'm like, maybe these aren't for you. Yeah. <laughs> but mum, you'd done something. And Try mom, something PG. <laughs> just something non-mum related. Mum was chasing you out of the house with a wooden spoon 
or I think it was a feather duster actually, mm. and she was chasing you out of the house and you just ran like Jesus on water across these gravel rocks yeah. and mum kind of like went to run on them and she was barefoot too and she got one step and she was like, ow, fuck, ow. Like you kind of backed <laughs> away onto the veranda and you ran like not even maybe 10 feet and sat up on a bunch of logs and just yeah. watched her <laughs> and she was legit on the veranda like, get back here and you're just sitting there looking at her because like, she knew she couldn't get yeah. you. And if people are thinking out there, a feather duster, it wasn't with the fluffy end. This, this, this <laughs> feather duster. The weapon of choice. used to have like a little notch, like a little plastic notch on the end yeah. of it and God, it hurt. Do you think smacking works? Like, do you think it works? Well, kind of worked on us a little bit, didn't I it? I don't think it works. Well, it makes me feel good. Not you <laughs> smacking children. Oh, I mean, I don't sure. smack my children. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think when I got... See, this is the thing that used to be, like, we're fine for the most part. Like, I don't feel like I was... Like, it did anything to me in any way. But I remember if you didn't put your hand out to get a smack from the feather duster, <laughs> you'd get two two or three on the foot. And I would, like, I'm... You can't fucking make me put my hand out and expect me to keep it there, like, as a... Without a reflex of wanting to reef it back when you go to hit it. And I was notorious for pulling my hand away. And it was like, I guess smacking is supposed to teach you not to do naughty shit. But I would get up and I would put three pairs of thick socks on over morning. Because I knew, I knew I would get smacked for doing naughty shit. But I also knew I couldn't help myself. It sounds like your parents are so abusive. They were But we I were swear. really shits of kids. We were terrible children. But I, like, that's how much, that's how I feel like smacking didn't work. I knew there were consequences to my actions. I knew it would be smacking. And I also knew that there is no way I would be able to control myself <laughs> anyway. I don't think they'll try and teach us stuff. I think they will just taking their frustration <laughs> out. <laughs> Which they had a lot of. Like, we weren't good no. in any sense of the word. They're not going to listen to this one, are they? Yeah, they I've, well, it depends if they're supportive or not. They listen to them, I think. We might get a smack. <laughs> I think we're too one on the hand or three on the foot. <laughs> Take it down. You're just going to cop a fist to the jaw. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't think that would ever happen. Dad would be too scared. He'd have to, no, he wouldn't. He would never be too scared. We're like, go toe to toe with all three of us. He'd be like, all right. <laughs> he'd be on the ground and he'd be like, I ain't here no bell. <laughs> <laughs> Tap, bitch. No, but it would be, I still remember like, even when we were children, if we would fight, like have physical fights or whatever, dad would never get involved. He'd just kind of step back and be like, I'm going to, let's see how this plays out. If it gets out. too far, I might break it up. Yeah, but otherwise he's like, I've got money on that one. Or like, <laughs> like he would just be curious to see what would happen. Stop going for the throat, Jordan. <laughs> No, I said no eye gouging. Get up on two legs. <laughs> no. <laughs> For no reason other than it's just weird. No. <laughs> but yeah, so those were the interesting stories yeah. for this week. Meshed in with a few of our own interesting stories. Mm, just to get our listeners to get a little bit more about us. I'm glad you guys got that off your chest. <laughs> <laughs> don't sit there like you're like I'm so the good normal. one. I'm the angel. I don't think so. I'm trying to think. Like Off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. Really terrible. George did weird shit. Mm. I was just playing feral. Yeah, like borderline well, feral animal. Well, third kid, they probably don't care very much. I don't think they didn't care. I just don't think they had a lot of time. Because <laughs> Josh <laughs> took it all up. It doesn't make me feel any better. Because Josh was the... Josh, no. So you've had your time to shine. Josh was the favourite for mm. the longest time. And she then, says was, is. <laughs> let me finish. I'm not finished yet. <laughs> Josh was the favourite for the longest time. And then you got sick, George. Mm. And then you became the favourite. For had quite a, a handicap. While. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> because you, you needed an organ and mum was like, oh, sorry, Josh, I can't. Probably She probably sat and thought about it and was like, but what if I will need to give it to Josh? Was she like, <laughs> you're going like, to get less cuddles now? <laughs> no, so then Jordan was like the favourite for a little bit because he was sick. And then as you like got better for the most part, now it's like, oh, Josh, you can be the favourite again. I'm back. Well, he's better. And I'm just, I'm just sitting here like, hello. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> There is a story where you got a lot away with a lot of shit. Like remember what? that one with the Lego? She I was, knew you were going to say. I don't even remember what you that meant was to go about. Ho- you were meant to go horse mm. riding, and it was something to do with Lego. I think you stole it or you broke. I think it. I stole a Lego head, and Mum said, "Put it down or something." Put it we'll down, put it or you're not going horse riding. Did, did I eat it did. instead? You did. <laughs> just put it in my mouth and swallow it. You started <laughs> chanting. <laughs> yeah, didn't give it back, and Mum just fell to party. My <laughs> Mum was like, "You're not going riding," and then ten minutes later, "You're not going riding." She's like asking herself the question. Yeah. Okay, but as a parent now, are you sometimes like, it's kind of like if you don't do as you're told, I'm going to take your iPad away. But then it's like, does it harm them more than it harms me? Yeah, <laughs> after I five just... minutes, like, here, have it back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't be so naughty. Like, maybe mum just really wanted to go horse riding. Or maybe mum was like, you're not the worst out of the other two with doing bad shit, like feral weird shit. I don't think that's true. I've never been arrested. Can you both say the same? Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> 
Never convicted. <laughs> <laughs> I was just the I was just the in between middle child. Yeah, but who should be arrested the most? <laughs> it's not my word. fault that I can get away with everything because I watch and listen to enough crime shows. Well, no, it's Dad's fault if anything because it's only illegal if you don't get caught. Yeah, that's what we're always told. It's only illegal if you don't get caught. Some of us didn't listen as good. We have family. <laughs> We have family mottos, and one is it's only illegal if you don't get caught, and the other one is where the ants we do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> That's pretty much it. As long as it's on the farm. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to do that. Huh? Who's going to stop me? Mm. Which they play into each other, like where the ants we do whatever the fuck we want. It's only illegal if you don't get caught, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a, a circle. <laughs> but yeah. So that was the episode for today. It was a little bit more relaxed, a bit mm. more banter, I suppose. But next week we'll be coming back with like a regular episode where we'll be talking about the night of the Grizzlies. And let me tell you, if you thought Grizzly Man was terrifying, this is pretty scary and unusual and kind of a failure on the national parks. Again? What? Oh. No way. <laughs> if they weren't such failures, you wouldn't have anything to talk about. True. That's true. If there wasn't like serial killers. So keep on failing? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Keep up the bad work, guys. <laughs> not not condoning that, but okay. But yeah, so next week we'll be back to regular programming and we'll have some stuff to talk about. I love stuff. Do you really? No. I'm more of a things person. <laughs> <laughs> like the movie The Thing or just I don't bad movie? regret this at all. So we'll see. <laughs> oh, don't forget, email your story to your story at mellowtigerpodcast.com. Hey! <laughs> Just uh, not finished yet. <laughs> you can email Jord at Mellow Tiger, Jordan at Mellow Tiger Podcast, Josh at Mellow Tiger Podcast.com, or Bree, and that's B R E E at Mellow Tiger Podcast.com. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page, Mellow Tiger Podcast, and our Instagram page at Mellow Tiger Podcast. And we have a website, and just like and share, and it's all good. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week. I bid you farewell. Stay safe, guys, and we'll see you next week. You thinking of that one for a while, Josh? No, I just come over then.